Welcome back to the boys at 161st Street, episode 152. Today is July 29th, 2021. Tomorrow is the trade deadline. Uh, if you haven't heard, the Yankees did sign two people. But before they did that, they got rid of Justin Wilson and they got rid of Luis Sessa. So we'll get into all that news. But who even cares that they lost 14 nothing? It literally cares? doesn't even fucking matter. Like, what? It, it makes no fucking difference to me whatsoever. But... They could have. They could have lost one zero. What a fucking a day! What a not day! A and the day may not be over. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You said season We're... starts tomorrow, and not only does season start tomorrow, we have six games against the Marlins and the Orioles, and 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 the Rays and the Red Sox are playing each other. Yeah, we got a lot going on. We got we got to start start from the beginning. What happened first? Yeah. So this is gonna be a fucking loaded episode. We got some voicemails at the end too. So buckle up. There's been a lot that happened, and there apparently will be more that could happen. So we got we have a breaking news a breaking news sound that's queued up in case something happens. So if something happens again, we got a live reaction last time uh, when the Clay Holmes deal went through. That wasn't as exciting of news, which we still haven't even seen Clay Holmes yet. I don't yeah, even think he pitched today. He pitched today. Lights oh, out. I turned the game off. He was lights out. Why did you turn it off? Because it was fucking it was a fourteen nothing. Whatever. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I was I was joking. Thank you for the sincere, like, actual response, though, on that. So, and just so people don't call me out, I am wearing a Cubs shirt today in honor of our new Yankee. I am, I'm very excited about the Rizzo deal more than Gallo, honestly. We'll get into that in a little bit. I just want to ask you guys the question first. Is this the most exciting trade deadline across the league, honestly, no, that, that you've ever the, seen? Absolutely, most no ex- Yeah, most exciting of my uh, fucking lifetime. Absolutely. Not just as a Yankee fan, because I think that's... Kind of well, no, the Yankees aren't even the Yankees haven't even had the best deadline, and it's still exciting. Like the Dodgers getting Scherzer and Trey Turner, and like that's insane. I would consider our deadline pretty good. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, I, I agree, been... it's very good. I don't get me wrong, I'm not shitting on what we've done, it's incredible. I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting to get like Hunter Pence and Johnny Cueto and call it Is Hunter up. Pence I still did. in the league. I don't think so, but you get the so point. RIP. So, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's been such a good deadline that, I mean, norm, in a normal year, if the Yankees if the Yankees got Gallo and Rizzo, the rest of the league would have been like, holy shit, the Yankees are making blockbuster moves. And they're just, you know, the poor stepsister to the Dodgers right now who are just signing and trading for everybody in the entire world. They got Danny Duffy, too, which nobody's even talking about. Danny Duffy's yeah. been the ace of the Royals since they won the World Series. Yeah. Like. That's not no, a scrub move. It's just been crazy. I feel like even even like regardless of the moves that have been that have been made, like it's just the buzz and the excitement around the whole thing has just been nuts. Like up until you know, we like we have this little like you know we we talk before these episodes and we're like, oh, this is what we're gonna talk about, and I kept putting into like our chat saying, you know, Scherzer's going to the Padres confirmed. That's what uh, Jeff Passan said. Damon Source said, and then. Here we go, fucking Scherzer's on the Dodgers now, and Trey Turner. Like the whole back and forth has just been so exciting. I'm refreshing Twitter every five seconds. It's been, it's been and more nice. on that deal too. Damon has a special tie to that deal too because his one of his best friends growing up, who we've had on the pod before, Josiah Gray, is in the deal. He was in the original deal for, to, for Yaziel Puig back Puig. in the day, 
and for Puig, Puig, Puig. <laughs> for that in, from the deal that sent him from the Reds to the Dodgers, and now he's in the another blockbuster deal going for going fucking Max Scherzer going to Washington. I mean, honestly, I was saying to, him, to Damon too, good for him because he's going to get a real shot to be an actual starting pitcher. He didn't really have a place in the Dodgers, so I mean, maybe he sure, would have, but now. yeah, not the Dodgers now. have fourteen aces on their team. No. So. Yeah, I mean they, they they traded away a lot. They traded away their number two, sorry, number one and number two overall po- prospects and their entire farm system. Yeah, and when so I look at that, when I look at that deal too, I do. Trey Turner is my favorite player that I've made that abundantly clear on this show. He's my favorite player that's a non-Yankee, Potent, possibly of all players in the LB. I just love the way he plays. He's contact. He can hit for power. He's got speed and he feels amazing. Just everything about the guy I love. I'm not that upset that we didn't make that deal happen because when you look at what they just gave up, I don't think we had a uh, that people if we would have to give up Dominguez in that deal in order to make it happen, and then probably Devi and if, and maybe a couple other people because Kyber Ruiz is the 16th ranked prospect in baseball, and JoJo Gray is I don't know what he's ranked, but he's he's up there. So I mean, he's number one in the Dodgers system or something like that in the entire. And, and here's oh, the other thing, though, is like the Dodgers are now, in my perspective, and I think a lot of people say this on Twitter, like if they don't win a World Series this year, it's like they gave away a lot just to use these guys for a year or so. Yeah. Well, the Let's, only thing with the Dodgers that makes it different is that, and this is not a shot at the Yankees by any means, because they're doing, like I said, they're doing way more than I ever would have expected, but they're not afraid to go over the luxury tax. Obviously, their payroll's like $7,000 million, which I know is not a real number, but they're just adding more and more pieces. They're willing to do what it takes to win a World Series regardless of price. Yeah. If you are going to sell your prospects, you better be damn sure ready to go over the luxury tax. It's You can't do both, and that's kind of why you see a lot of the other teams like the Yankees shy away from the mega deals, because... Hal has shown he's not going to go over the luxury tax, fine, whatever. You can build a competitive roster with $200 million, obviously. Yeah. But you, you can't have it both ways. I mean, it's crazy how the NL West is shaping. I know we talk a lot about the non-Yankees so far, but like that that just makes that whole division, that whole playoff race, so much more interesting for the whole game of baseball. And that goes back to what we were saying about this trade line, this trade, trade deadline being so exciting for baseball fans. Like, that just makes that entire division and the entire playoff race that more exciting. And I feel like another big trade's coming because the Padres made some big trades, the Dodgers made some big trades, and the first place team in the NL West, the Giants, haven't made a big move yet. And I feel like they have to if they want to keep up. They're in first place right now. I thought the Giants were going to make a move. Like you said, the Giants have to make a move still. They have a very big opportunity on their hands. To. They have the best record in baseball. They want to hold on to that div- that division. And you've got to keep up with the Joneses too because – the Dodgers just made this monster deal, so you have to make, go out and make a big splash, too. The Padres just missed out on Scherzer. Berrios, his market is definitely about to heat up. His agent even said they were waiting to see how the, the Scherzer blockbuster ended so that they could figure out how to... They, that, that table's set, so now they'll figure out Berrios. I don't know if we'll get Berrios. I hope we get Berrios as the last deal. The Yankees did say they're looking more towards getting relievers as... The, the pitching that they're looking for. I'm a little upset that in the Rizzo deal, like why not? If all these, both of these deals, the Gallo and the Rizzo deal, the other teams are eating the contracts. So the If you want to stay under the luxury tax, we still haven't made a dent. And if we're trading Voight, who we'll get into that in a little bit, then that clears up a little more space. So you have about five-ish million dollars, if I'm not mistaken, to play with here. If you gave up big prospects, 
if, if you gave up and we didn't touch any of the top 10 prospects. So that's another huge thing. Honestly, if we're talking realistically right now, I know they're out on story and that's kind of obvious because if you get story and Rizzo, then you have a little too many, like, what do you do with the infield at that point? Right now we have, a, we're in a spot where we have to kind of get rid of Voight unless Stanton is an everyday left fielder, which I put, I tweeted that out and the lineup would be great, but I don't foresee him being an everyday left fielder. He is going to play in Miami. Boone promised that. So we'll see if he holds up oh, to that Boone promise. Promised it, then I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen. So we'll see. I, I really don't think he'll be an everyday left fielder, which means I definitely think that Void's going to get shipped out. This is the weird thing though. Cause when usually when you have a trade, most of the time I'll say it's, tends to be a younger side of the deal. So you get you give up prospects and you get an, a player that's going to, you know, make an impact right now. I don't know a suitor that's selling that would do a swap like that because that's almost a swap of, like, right now impact players, which is why my, friend was, my friend was saying, oh, like, hey, we should, we should swap uh, Rizzo. His original deal, like, a month ago, Shout out Dragon for this idea because he, he called the Rizzo thing. And I kind of was like, eh, I don't really see it. I don't know why. It made more sense for the Red Sox to get Rizzo because he was drafted by them. It just it seemed like it'd be a good fit. They don't really have a first baseman. When I saw his idea was to swap Voight for Rizzo, I was like, that wouldn't make any sense because it's just a swap. Why are you just swapping first baseman? Yeah. So that's why, that's what kind of where we are now is like, yes, people would want Voight, but like who... Are we gonna like the the Rockies wouldn't want Void? Like, what what's the point of that? You're not getting this a is, you're not building for the future. Other teams that we're looking at, like, why would the Twins want Void? They wouldn't because they they would want to load up on prospects. You could do the Dodgers here, though. That's what I'm saying. If the Yankees really wanted to go all out, you could. This sets up perfectly. Right now, the Dodgers' first baseman is Albert Pujols for some games. Like, if Albert Pujols is playing first base on your team in a World Series caliber team, you at this age. You probably could use an upgrade. He is and playing well. He's, he's playing a lot better than he's he was in well. LA. He's playing well. He's playing well for a guy who's 50 well. and can't run. He's playing well. He's playing no, he's, he's playing a lot he's, better than he was he, playing for the Angels. That's not saying much. He's playing fine. But Luke Voigt would undoubtedly be an upgrade. Like That's what I'm saying. If you really want to utilize Luke Voigt, then you go make a, a Dodgers caliber um, swap and you go you trade Luke Voigt and maybe something else, and you go get Seager, and you go get a pitcher. Like, that makes the most sense to me. I don't. Th- I think that's a little bit of wishful thinking, but, you know, that is kind of a scenario where I see you could you swap them with a contender who's overstocked. Like, you obviously can't start Corey Seager and Trey Turner both at shortstop. It's mm-hmm. To me, the Trey Turner move signals to, that Seager's gone in the offseason anyway. They're not planning on re-signing him. And the Yankees have been linked to Seager. Like I said on the last episode, they've been linked to Seager since Manny Machado was traded there. Like, I agree. Go, go if you're gonna if you want to get the most out of Luke Voigt, do it to a contender like the Dodgers and make a blockbuster. Make your one big splash. Package who you got to package because you know Glaber would probably have to go in that situation. Which whether whatever side you're on on that, whatever. But if you were to package Voigt and Glaber and prospects and go get Seager and, say, Urias, who slides into their five-starter role now, like, that makes sense to me. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen at yeah, all. I, I think that something of that caliber makes the most sense to utilize Voight for his best value. I agree. I don't think it'll – but I don't think it'll be that, mainly because 
I mean, we just we as much as we say before at the top of the show, we said like the fourteen nothing loss didn't fucking matter. We were two touchdowns away from tying the ball game up. That happened because of pitching. So I, I don't think we're going to get another position player. If we do, it's going to be someone really small that's thrown into the uh, pitcher headlined trade that we'll make. I, I hope we go after Barrios. I, I was saying this before in the Rizzo deal. Since we aren't paying anything on the Rizzo deal, I know Kimbrell's making a lot of money, but I didn't initially want Kimbrell because he's making like $16 million, and the last thing the Yankees need is another aging, expensive reliever because we have Britton and Chapman already. But, I mean, the way Britton and Chapman are both pitching, I would not mind having Kimbrell on the team because he has a .49 ERA. Obviously, that ship sailed because we made a deal with the Cubs and he wasn't included, so that's, that's definitely writing that off. I don't really know what's the market for other. They're looking at relievers, so like, what's the market they're looking at right now? I I don't even know. I, to be know. Honest. I have no clue. I don't the even know who's available. I, the other one that I kind of wanted was Givens, but they shipped him to the Reds. So. Yeah. There's no like. I mean, like, there's no, there's no like blockbuster reliever that in my mind that I think is available. That like, I, I'd be one of those random relievers that just happens to be good and fill a spot. I don't think it'd be a blockbuster. Um, trade or signing or anything like that for a reliever if you guys have any ideas in the live chat right now any ideas for who the yankees will go after primarily uh, preferably a reliever let us know because i don't really i really don't know who's available i think yeah. but that 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 move right there makes most sense in terms of what we need to get yeah i mean you do well, see some teams like something that doesn't really make sense to me you see teams like the rays or they got rid of diego castillo so some pe- there are lateral moves being made among contenders I don't really know why they did that, but the Mariners traded Graveman to the Astros. That was wild. They, they they traded Graveman to the Astros, and then they swapped back to replace that that reliever with I, I forget who they got, but they got a reliever of similar caliber. Like they made such a nonsense move. The players were actually pissed about that. But enough yeah, talking about other teams. Two things happened today. We haven't even fucking talked about it yet. We'll leave the uh, the figuring out of the next moves to Cashman because. Anything we'll do is just speculation at this point. There's all the big names are primarily off the table in terms of Barrios. Other than Barrios, I think in my there are other like Schwarber we're being linked to, but we'll get into that stuff towards the back end of the show. Maybe a move will happen by then. So Gallo well before Gallo. We I guess this is a new way to get off the sun, right? (laughs) Because being traded. Yeah, because Wilson was on the sun. We already took Sessa off the sun, right? Mike Ford's still on the sun. Well, Mike Ford will be there until he gets traded. Or, or he's in the system though, so he stays yeah. on the Sun. I thought so, he was a free agent. No, he's he's in the organization. I think. Are you sh- no, he got released. No, I think he got. He think he got released. He I had, think it's, I think then you graduate from the Sun. No, no, no. He's on the Rays now. Oh, you're oh, right. right. Okay, so he's not on. The, he's not on the Sun. He's not on the yes, Sun. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not on the team. So that's why Wilson, Wilson is not on the, not on the Sun anymore either. Well, but I totally forgot about that. Sessa was not on the Sun. He. See, that's good for saving face because his last memory is not being on the sun. Justin Wilson, yeah. if we're gonna make if we're gonna keep this going for the life of this podcast, Justin Wilson will live in infamy just ending his Yankees season on the sun. That should be like a, a goal of these players. Like once if they find out they're on the sun, I gotta get off before I'm not a Yankee anymore. <laughs> and that's what Sessa did. But I'm sure Chandler is happy about Sessa getting moved, but that I'm happy move. because it made sense. I was so I was I'm not gonna lie. I got halfway through the day yesterday and nothing happened and they called up a Brayu who you know 
foreshadowing might have a spot on the sun. The jury is out on that one. But I would, we got halfway through the day and I didn't see any moves. And I was like, fuck, we're really just dumping players right now for nothing. I, I have, I had so little faith in Cashman going into it. I was just like, surely we're like, there has to be something. It, you know, it worked out. We got Gallo and well, here, I don't remember the reliever's name, but you know, it worked out. Holmes. I'm just glad that there was no, the, the from Texas, but yeah. I'm glad that there was a corresponding move. I don't, I was actually pretty sad at first when I saw Seska's like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. We're trading from an area of weakness for nothing. I was like, if yeah. nothing happens here, then A, we're guaranteed sellers, or B, Cashman is trying to get fired. Yeah. And here, here's why I'm like, <laughs> I'm relieved and, and so excited because in the last podcast we were talking, like, if, if we are going to buy, right, there's two options, right? If you buy and you buy a lot, like we just did, you buy two key players and maybe you go out there and get a couple more. Uh, utility guys that can fill, um, you know, a bullpen spot or whatever that can kind of fill a void that we're missing. We can't just go out there and get Trevor Story. We can't just go out there and get one guy like Joey Gallo. We need multiple players, and that's exactly what we did. So it was either that buy a lot, or it was sell and give up, give up on the season. So I am so excited that we decided to actually go ahead and buy to a point where we're actually filling multiple different voids in the lineup and voids in the entire roster and that just like as a fan that that gotta get you excited it doesn't matter what the trade was in, in my eyes i think it was great to see that they went out there and they did something and something huge they made two in my like blockbuster trades really i mean here's the yeah. thing it's just it's just like you, all we wanted and all we asked of this team was that show you care show you want to win and you can't ask for much you can't ask for more at all as a fan they're going, they're, the they're doing it. So they're doing the damn thing. And at this point, at this point, like we said, we still have $5 million to play around with. You have to not be done. Like, and especially with the Dodgers making moves like that, because as much as it, it doesn't matter on the AL side of the race, if we are going to win the world series, that's the overall goal. You don't make these moves. If you just, just to prove to the fans that we can go yeah. to another ALCS or another ALDS again, like you're doing this on purpose to make a, a move. And when you look up and down this fucking lineup, the way it sits today with no more moves, it's a damn good fucking lineup, assuming the other bats kind of wake up a little bit, but Rizzo's out there. It's now balanced with two nice lefty bats in that fucking lineup, so you don't have to do the bullshit where Brett Gardner's batting two or three or whatever, and Odor's in the three-hole, which Odor's been great, and we'll get into him in a little bit, because what the fuck is his role? But more on this stuff. Wait, shout-out to you real quick. Uh Remember, there's... There's a clip on all of the 161 boys um, social medias from probably May. Its title is, is being bad good. And your whole point was if we play bad enough, we're going to panic by and bring in a bunch of random ass people, i.e. Rizzo, Gallo, and we're just going to load up because you don't have a choice at that point. Because you're the fucking Yankees. Like, I know, I, I advocate for selling. I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm not going to flip-flop. I wanted to sell not sell but you know retool i guess and you're the fucking yankees you can't go do that if you want to go buy fucking do it and if you're bad and that's what needs to be done for you to go out and actually make an impact trade then go fucking do it so shout out to you for that call in like early may see didn't that sound crazy in the moment i said i remember going on the bronx pinstripe show with andrew and i told him that first and that's when i birthed that i that like thought that thought process 
no but and i just like thought about it and i was like I, it, it literally did happen and today was kind of a microcosm like a a smaller version of that because we lost 14 nothing so i i honestly do believe that 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 like i think we probably still would have got rizzo but i think that was like the cherry on top like pushed cashman to really make that move to make the fans and everybody forget about losing 14 nothing losing by two touchdowns but more on 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 the gallo deal and and just the trades in general i'll, I'll put a button on this I, we put up the polls of like, are you excited about the Gallo deal? Are you excited about? I don't know anybody that would be upset about the Rizzo deal. By the way, that I don't get how we, people are upset we got about a, the Gallo deal. I know. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But if you're upset about the Rizzo deal, you just hate everything. He beat cancer. He's. If you saw the video of him leaving, uh, yeah, leaving uh, Wrigley that. today with all the fans just outside of the stadium, he was like in the Ivy, just getting, just living his life, getting the last pictures. Everybody was cheering him on the way out. We got a fucking good one. He was beloved in Chicago. I almost feel bad taking him from them because they are such a good fan base and like they, they just, they love him. So we got a really good one. I do hope we, he's a rental. So I do hope we lock him up. I think we can. And I think we almost have to, especially just the the type of player he is like, he's an awesome dude. I don't know why you wouldn't want to lock him up. He's only 31. He's a lefty bat. He that's, we've always been talking. I even said, before like a couple episodes ago, the first baseman that I would be targeting would be Matt Olson. This is a pretty good fucking second, and it's nice to see again just trades in general. This just to kind of summarize what's going on. It's nice to see the Yankees are prioritizing defense in these trades too, because Joey Gallo is an elite defender. Anthony Rizzo is this year. He has the highest outs above average for first baseman. He is the the best defensive first baseman this year. It's, it's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm happy to see, because everybody knows who listens to this show. I'm a person who likes the small ball. I like fielding your position while playing good defense, stealing bases, hitting for contact. That's what I want. That's the blueprint for winning games. I think not hitting home runs, but the defense is a good step in that right direction. We're still the slowest team on the field and we still strike out a ton, but that's nice to see. On the Gallo deal, like I said in the in the buy or sell video that I posted, I was saying, you know, it is more of the same with the strikeouts, but it's if you're somebody who only looks at batting oh, wow. average, you are just so stuck in the old set the stats of baseball because his WRC plus is one thirty nine this year. His war is like four point one this year. He's having a very good year despite batting two eleven. So like for the people like Carabas who are saying, "Oh, he's he's batting two eleven. Like that, he's only saying that because he needs to grasp at straws. And he if he, he went to the Red Sox, Carabas would be jacking off on his computer. He'd be highlighting the OPS plus and the and the defensive yeah. metrics. Joey Gallo is a goddamn superstar. You know what the craziest stat to me was that reading up on him was that oh, he's only hit hit with it. he's only hit with he's only hit into nine double plays. That was wild. Year. Nine. Yeah. That's it. In, no, in his life, in his, in, his life. in his career, not this year. Wait, what? I think that was dating back to Little no League. Fucking, they said. No way. <laughs> That's in his career. Not no way. Adler. I don't believe that. I don't Lindsay believe that, that No, it's his career. Not, not this year, his whole career? His whole career. Because Judge, and I read something today. It was like Judge and a couple other people have hit into nine double plays this year, or more than nine, and Joey Gallo's hit nine in his career. I have it right here. Gallo has grounded into a double play nine times in his 568 game career. Since his childhood, uh, since childhood, his swing has been built to avoid the middle infield. However, he gets shifted on and 
often with extreme positioning about 95% of plate appearances. Wow. So he's going to get, he's the one that's whenever I remember seeing this specific shift, I think it was the Astros who were shifting against him or the Rays where there was just every single player was on the right side of the field and there was nobody on the left side. At that point, you're bunting yeah. to the left field. And oh. I hope that Eric Thames tells him to do that or he can do that. But I'm Eric very Thames. excited about the Gallo deal. La- not Sorry. Eric Thames, Marcus Thames, Marcus Timms, whatever the fuck his name Last is. Last thing about Gallo, Thames too, is, is that, yeah, that's a different guy. My man gets on base. Yes. He gets on base. He gets on base. He's yeah. like 38% of time or something. Oh, dude, how could somebody not like this? Like, the only argument, literally the only argument is that he strikes out like, oh, fuck, well, there you go. Now you got another judge. And say, you so do not. Like, they don't walk at the same rate. You can make the argument that judge has the eye that he does, but judge gets hosed on the calls. We know that. And on top of that, Gallo's just elite. He is he is a good hitter. He is a yeah. damn good hitter. He's got a damn good eye. He walks. He gets on base. He plays gold glove defense. He's not slow. He doesn't hit the double plays. The only knock on him is the strikeouts. Is like, he playing center field for us? Strikes out. Is he a center fielder? Has to. Rest you of the cannot, year. You can't run Brett Gardner out there again, especially no. after the bullshit he pulled today. What if you I put, know that's a tough catch, but my God, dude. What if you put him in left and, and stick with Greg Allen in center? That I'm cool with, too. As long as Greg Allen, how about this? You put as him in the left. As sits today, I have him in left, Judge and right, Greg Allen. If the if we're playing in the wild card at, in Oakland tomorrow, I've got Judge and right, Allen in center, Gallo in left, Rizzo, DJ, um, Glaber, Geo, Gary Cole. Or I do. This all depends on obviously Voight, his status because if they do keep him. That's Voight in the DH, and then we can figure out. We can split his his time with, with Stanton. But I do like seeing Florial get some run in center field, too. I've, I've loved what he's been he doing. He got sit down today. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying for the future of this this oh, yeah. season. He's like, he looked great when I like, time I like, I mean, you know, he's going to be, I hope they don't trade him. I, I really like the way he looks. He's a lefty bat, too. And that's just something that the Yankees, the Yankees are literally just trying to get every lefty ever. And you look at it, too, with the people that they're drafting. Like, Austin Wells is a lefty. Just all these guys are lefties, and it's awesome to see. Uh, I'm finding out some of these prospect names. I'm not going to pretend like I know all these prospects when the deals are coming out. Some of them do look good, and I'm not upset about it. And that's what you got to do. And now that we haven't sent out any of the top 10, I'm totally willing, at the point we're at now, seeing that Dodgers deal, they're giving out their two top prospects. I don't care if we give up a Debbie Garcia right now. As long as we're getting a good haul in return, like, just fucking put the pedal to the metal because what at the point you're in now, like I said, you're in too deep. You did it. You went after two people. Yep. You're in way too deep to come up short. If we don't even make the playoffs, that's a different story because we that's not currently – that's not a given right now. But now that the, the now that Dodgers did that, you have to keep the foot on the gas and you have to get more moves. And, and since we still have t- all of our top ten prospects – I don't think you can prospect hug right now because like I said, and I'll say it a million times, if you are going in for it, you don't half-ass it. And before the Dodgers made that move, I think you were, you were sitting pretty. You could probably put a cherry on top and get a smaller uh, reliever and call it a day. But now that that happened, you can't sit back and do that. You have to be making more moves, especially because we're in such a hole to start like this season. We're, we're almost a little bit shocked that we even are buying. To this yeah. extent, and I know other. I've ta- I sent the uh, the text to two of my friends that are Red Sox fans, and they're devastated. By the way, 
about the Rizzo thing because one of my friends, Matt, our friend from from college, Rizzo is his favorite non Red Sox, and they were like, and we saw that meme that uh, MLB on Fox posted that was like, yeah. Red Sox were thinking about getting Rizzo, and it's the uh, Ozark, uh, the Ozark picture. He's like, the fuck you are. <laughs> So he's fucking devastated about that. You know what would be even funnier? If he now I asked him who he wants to get next, and he's like, ah, I probably I would like to at least see Barrios or something. If we get Barrios too, that would just twist the fucking knife, and that would be awesome to see. Yeah. But I agree. I think that you're right. It's like you can't now that seeing the entire league making all these moves, it's like, all right, we need to we've we've committed, we've we've gone, we've gone into it. We've done the damn thing. We're in too deep. Now it's either either you gotta go higher now. You gotta match the competition. Dude, so that's a couple- why I'm kinda pissed they won't go over the luxury tax. Like everybody else is doing this and you've committed to buying. You can't half ass it now. If you're gonna buy, you better fucking buy. Yeah. Like this isn't a regular year where one piece is gonna get it done for you. You're like I said on the last one too, and we were all talking about it. We're not one or two. We are at least three pieces away. Go get your third, yeah. go get your fourth. And if we go get a Barrios and maybe a reliever, then I'll buy that this team has a legitimate shot at making a postseason run. Let me read some of the comments in the YouTube right now. So, cause we asked for some answers about the relievers that are potentially available. Um, let's see. Well, Bruce, our Gratterall from the Dodgers, that could definitely happen. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I saw a different one before. Rodriguez from the from Pittsburgh. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I know that name, but you know, no, either. either. I don't know. I I think the reliever market will let that come to us and not predict that. It's not very predictable. <laughs> not not a big names, but uh, but so, in terms of Gallo, you think he's going to wear number thirteen? A Rod definitely is not retired, right? No, he's got he. There's no way. I don't think he'll be thirteen. Somebody said thirty three. He'll go with the Greg Bird. Number. Somebody said, remember. yeah, unretire Greg Bird's infamous number <laughs> and bring him in. Uh, as the... That might have some bad juju. That no, might, it's that, gonna, that... It, no, it rotates. You got Nick Swisher and then Bird. It's every other. Works. Every other. So okay. he's going to be the Nick Swisher of the team. All right, and, I'm, I'm cool with that. And he's going to hit a big home run against Cleveland if they if we play. We're, they're probably not making the playoffs, but. I'm cool with that. Um, Dude, that could actually make for an interesting scenario real quick. Just to touch on that because you saw uh terry francona is out for the rest of the year with health concerns and the team is kind of tanking not like legitimately on purpose but the record wise they're tanking beavers out for another month or so why not go send a crazy package and get jose ramirez or something why not send a crazy package and go get yourself a Bieber? No, they'll never give up Bieber. it's so weird looking at some of these teams because it doesn't necessarily have to be it doesn't have to necessarily have to be a Diamondbacks. It doesn't have to be a Rockies. Like there are lateral moves among competitors that are that are happening. And I mean, look at the Cubs. The Cubs are eleven games out of their division, but you know some of these teams are just calling it a quits. Like I don't, I don't know. It's just it's Dude, weird. It's weird Indians, to me. So the Indians traded Kluber. They traded um, um, Bauer, which you know, whatever, that wasn't the case at the time. They've had, they have a history of trading aces. They, they traded uh, Lindor and all these other pieces. Why not? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I know his name will float around and there's only a day left, but with everything going on there and the Indians being a small market team, why not? You know, it'd be fun. You just sparked a bunch in my brain, but you know, it'd be fun. 
seeing how upset Chris Bryant was. I know that he's being it, rumored. I know he's being rumored to be going to the Mets potentially or the Red Sox. It'd be fun if we reunited the boys. I know we don't really need it, and I, I've said that before because <laughs> yeah, we, we do. do need pit. No, we need pitching, but like he could play left, left, left field. You have above average Bryant, center field Gallo, right field Judge. Just go get Javi Baez too. While you're at it, why not? <laughs> I really wanted Kimbrel. I wanted Kimbrel because we need pitching very badly. And that's yeah. the biggest name. That's like the only name I can think of on the trade market actively. For I would relievers. like to point out real quick. We went from the most negative Gordon Ramsay of Yankees podcast to the most asshole typical. Give me everybody. No, Yankees. That's well, the, at the point that, we're at no, now, no, though, Chandler. you have to. Chandler, that's no, the whole I agree. Point I, of Gordon Ramsay. I'm on your side. I'm on Chandler. your side. Don't that's the whole point of Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is known for we're like, too extreme. Either yelling at people or just congratulating them for being God. There's no in between. <laughs> So that's exactly what that's we're, we're really living up to who we are. We're very on brand. And you also, you also brought it up. Uh, you said they trade for, for Kluber. I, I forgot Kluber and Sevy are both coming back. So that's nice. Kluber probably more towards the back end, but Sevy just threw a bullpen. Uh, no, Sim game. He did three innings. Also, another thing too, is Struck I just read some, point. I just read a stat that said in the last 16 starts, our starters combined have like a under two ERA in the last sixteen starts. So today, thank you, Garrett Cole. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. I'm not talking about that. Garrett Cole will be fine. He he just hates pitching against the Rays. For, yeah. He for hates whatever. the day games, man. I day thought that was really stat. interesting, and no one else thought it was interesting. I, I went did. I went through all this time to figure all these stats. I know it hurt your brain. Too. And all this I time, thought it was really all this interesting. time, if you type in Garrett Cole and press the very first link, MLB.com, if you scroll about five-eighths of the way down the page, there is day and night splits. Oh, really? I I did yeah. like an hour of research. He's not a math out. guy either. He probably hurt himself. <laughs> He's got uh, a flight early tomorrow. Yeah, he was yeah. taking time out of his day to really yeah. hammer home. Yeah. It, you know what? Probably too. Dude, he probably triple checked. It on a cave wall. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he, he probably had to triple check it seven times just so he didn't look like a fucking yeah. idiot. Well, you know what's funny? Break I did. The abacus, like, sliding I, it to the side. I was at um, eracalculator.com. And <laughs> and I accidentally put the um, innings pitched in the runs the ERA the uh, earned runs uh, input, so it turned out to be like a sixteen ERA. I was like, whoa! And then I had to double check it. Somebody said LeCastro is number thirty three. R.I.P. Ah, uh, that was just too soon. Um, I want to bring something up that you, you said earlier about Odor. Where where what's Odor's deal now? See, I don't know. Well, that that all depends on on the Voight situation because if Voight gets dealt, which I do think he's going to get dealt, because okay. o- Odor's like not going to get dealt. Odor just got his boy back. Him and Gallo are the bromance that you didn't even know you fucking needed. Also, Odor's carrying this team right now. That's why I wanted to say because I actually I just got <laughs> my, our, <laughs> our, our Red Sox fan friend Matt just said. He we, he was already pissed about the Rizzo thing. He just texted me again and said, I'm so pissed. You guys don't deserve Rizzo. You'll ruin him. <laughs> He's still salty about it. So what was I saying? That just threw me off. Odor. Oh, Odor. See, like, he... I just bought in on Odor being the, the guy on this team. I know Chandler was on that train. You were big on him just being the locker room guy, never staying in the dugout, always pacing. And now he's actually performing well. He's got, like, a 950... OPS over the last 30 days or 30 games or something. He's legitimately playing well. And the lefty thing is kind of not as important anymore now that we got two more lefties. But with currently Voigt on the roster, he has no place. He's, he just probably won't get much run. But 
I think even with Voigt being traded and Rizzo being in that spot, I don't know. Well, what what do you think? Because that kind of puts him back. Role, he'll be a good role player, which is exactly what if you had told me Rudnet Odor would be a fantastic locker room and role player when we got him and Rizzo would be our first baseman. I would be fucking ecstatic. I thought he would be like um, Dietrich and just be a triple-A journeyman. Yeah, RIP. Well, just a quick RIP to the people that have come and gone in this team. Dietrich. Do you think the Yankees went ahead and got custom (laughs) robes for Odor and Gallo? I think they should. And if they they haven't, then we should send them some. Honestly, I'm kind of upset you didn't make that the bottom picture here. Excuse me. But I know I don't know. I think with Rizzo being added right now to the mix and Voight coming back, because this this conversation was going to happen anyway. Let's say there was let's say the trade trade deadline just didn't exist. There was no trade deadline ever. This conversation still is going to happen on this podcast because Voight's coming back. So a new for first baseman is coming into the mix, and that puts Odor out of the equation because right now, obviously, he's at second base and DJ moves on to first. When Voight would come back and we don't get Rizzo, DJ goes back to second, Voight goes to first. Now that we have both first basemen, even if we trade away Voight, that situation's still happening where Odor's the odd man out. Maybe he'll get some run on an off day because we love to do those scheduled off days for other guys in the infield like Gio and Glaber, and that's he'll probably get rotated in, but I think that's the extent of Odor. Well, why not give him a DH day? Yeah, I was about to say, if, if we're rotating we Stan, day. if Stan can no, figure out how don't. to play left field. Well, here's Stan, the reason why Stan not. Stan isn't even an everyday DH if he's dealing with health concerns, really, and that's why he's hitting fucking abysmal since the All-Star break. They go ahead and chalk him down for another IL stint. We're going to need to rotate DHs. And even if we don't, like, it's not that bad. A, it's not that crazy of an idea that come playoff time, or come down the stretch, if Stanton is still in this bad of a slump where he just looks like he's never seen a baseball before, right now I don't feel confident that John Carlos Stanton could hit a baseball off a tee. So I really think he would swing and miss. He'd probably break the fucking tee if he made contact with the tee. He's 8 for so, 46 since the All-Star break. Yeah. With a 40% K, or a 40% K, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. a lot of strikeouts. I get the yes. point. Yeah, he can't touch the ball. There you go. So I don't think it's that crazy to think that Odor could rotate in and out when Stanton needs an off day to, like, you know, heal up his boo-boo for whatever he did for swinging six times at balls out of the zone. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're we're the Yankees, and not everyone's going to be healthy all the time. And we we Since thrive. When? We thrive on utility players. So I, I still think Odor's going to get plenty of playing time, especially because – you know, he has been incredibly consistent for us for, I, I don't even know how. And he's a huge locker room guy. So even if he is on the bench, that's a bench bat. And that's a bench player who I am thrilled to have. That is that is the, your ideal bench player who can come in any situation. He loves the spotlight moment. If he's pinch hitting, he's going to go out there and he's going to act like he's been there all game. Like, that's exactly who you want in a bench. And... I'll be happy to see him in the lineup whenever he gets a chance. Without him in the lineup, I don't think this team has fun. I think he's the, he's the glue guy in the locker room that, yeah. that we have fun with. So before we move on from Gallo and Rizzo, I wanted to we put the poll out there of what we think the John Sterling home run call will be, and we will probably get that answer tomorrow because Gallo is going to hit a fucking tank. Um, 
But we put the poll out. We wanted the answers from you guys. A lot of you guys gave some good ones. And I'm going to read out our favorites, and we're going to try and pick what we think it actually could sound like. When I was reading these, I was reading them in John Sterling's voice, and I was saying to you too, I think some of them could be a combination. And I'll get, I'll just read them out loud. So the first one was, and this had a, an 81% approval rating by the, by the poll. Gallo makes the fence look shallow. I think that's kind of obvious. I think that, that would that could definitely be it. Do we do we all agree on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the clear winner. A lot of a lot of people said that. A lot of people said that, and Gallo hits one to the gallows, or Joey hits one to the gallows. I didn't know what a gallow was, but then I I my friend informed me that it was just like a far away place. Dude, there's a movie a called the Gallows that was fucking terrible. So I don't I I don't want to see that. It was the only movie I've ever left halfway through. <laughs> Another one I thought that was really funny was. Hi ho, hi ho! Another four gallo. <laughs> that one, I could see that one. That's cheesy. Honestly, I hope call. it's that one. They have to be cheesy though. That's the point. That's what he does. That's what I'm saying no. I know that's why the hi ho one works because you could see him just like hi ho. That that's hi-ho. my like, that's my really that's my winner right now. That's what I want. Let's all see. pick one by the end of this. That's so, mine. And if we can do this tonight after after we finish recording, if we can just like take recordings of of. John Sterling's broadcast like they do like with those oh, ra- be, like a ransom note like a ransom note and you just take all of the words and you make a sentence like take I all of the words he's forever. ever said and just make these I think it'd be funny but uh, uh if it's not Galileo I'm mad that's what somebody said that one could definitely be it that was one of them that I said would be in combination with things it's like he might say the uh Gallo makes the fence look shallow Galileo like add it to the to the second one Another good one was break out the aloe because the pitcher got burned by Gallo. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, and then the, the other combination one was Joe is putting on a show. I think that was the one that I would put on That's the back the, end the of back one. End one. Yeah. When he like on a two homer night, he would absolutely say break out the aloe because the pitcher got burned by Gallo. Joe is really putting on a show with his <laughs> second home run of the, the night. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with these. I hope you guys did too, because I was actually genuinely crying when I was reading some of these, <laughs> just because of the how I I read them out loud in his voice. But what do we think our favorite one is? The hi ho one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So hi ho. I hope that's gonna be hilarious. Hi ho combined with Joe putting on a show would yeah. be great. Uh, oh, like, Joe's hi-ho, putting on a show. It's like Susan. Joe is putting on a show. <laughs> Susan, are you seeing this, Susan? Well, John, I. I can... uh, so, actually, one other thing I wanted to get into. Well, we have a lot more to talk about, but uh, so Nestor Cortez goes out, and this almost—I'm glad I wrote this down because this almost got lost. This would have been a big topic had the deadline not existed, and this would have got lost in in the sauce here. And we would have not given Nestor his his credit. And Nestor Cortez is a goddamn stallion. And I said this as a joke. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. I want him. I said, here's what I said. I said, game one starter, Nestor Cortez. That's a joke. But I'm I'm not joking about the fact that I want him pitching in the wild card game. I want whether or not that's an opener. I don't. He wouldn't do an opener for Cole. Cole's pitching the wild card game, but I want him first out of out of the pen after Cole. Let's say Cole has a rough night the way Seve had in, in the wild card games there. I want Nestor Cortez to be that bulk guy to come right out. 
I don't know. I, I just think I, I really want Nestor Cortez to be I in the mix. I think there's a place for Nestor. Like, if you go into the ALDS, say, and you split games one and two, and game three, we don't have a solidified three starter yet. If, say, our three starter at the time is Seve, who's not fully built up, I am perfectly okay with sending Nestor out there for three, bringing Seve out for three, and then piecing the rest together. Yeah. That's kind of what we did last year with Domingo, or was it Domingo? Dude, don't say happen, Debbie. No, no, that wasn't. There was one that was. <laughs> there was one that was going to be. Oh shit! Got a phone call. That's my ringtone. <laughs> nice I got. Fucking- I got one that was a scheduled. Whatever. Whatever. I just really want Nestor. That threw me off completely. I want Nestor Cortez to be in the wild card game at some capacity. It's probably not going to be to close. It's probably not going to be to open. If he's going to get some run in a wild card game one, I want him in innings. Six through seven. I, that, okay. That's where I see him coming in. Scenario for you. I you love ready? scenarios. I'm going paint, to paint a picture. All right, the Yankees Picasso. squeak into the playoffs in Oakland, and they get the day game. Because Oakland's on the West Coast. They're probably going to get the 3 o'clock time slot or 5 o'clock time slot. And Garrett Cole keeps up his performance in day games to where he's pitched to a 5 or 6 ERA. And Garrett, let's say Garrett Cole has a eh, second half where he's pitching like a mid three ERA, and Nestor stays consistent with his. Let's say he ends with a low two ERA. Do you think about tossing Nestor out there for the wild card game, even for a minute? No, no you can't. Okay, no. I don't either. I, <laughs> it's I, I, not, that's I obvious. <laughs> I just wanted to give Nestor his credit because here's the wild thing too that I just don't understand about Nestor Cortez. It's not really a secret as to why he's doing well. Like the, the whole mixing it up and like different deliveries is not rocket science. Why it works. Like it's, it's difficult to hit. I'm Johnny just kiddo made a career out. of. I know. I'm just confused why it didn't work this well his first time around. Cause he did it then too. So like, not, uh, he didn't reinvent himself. It's not like he was just his regular self throwing 93 with none of these funky deliveries. And then now this time around, he's like, Fuck! I'm not really that good of a pitcher. My stuff isn't awesome. I'm gonna funk. I'm gonna funk it up. He didn't do that. He did it before already. So I don't understand the just the completely the revelation that is Nestor Cortez. He's genuinely good. This isn't a joke. Yeah. Like, like in terms of we talk about a trust tree on this show, I am my most confident probably of any pitcher that's not named Garrett Cole. And after tonight. I may be more confident in Nestor Cortez than I am in Garrett Cole. And that's not a joke. I mean, here's the great thing, too. Is Clip like that. When, when, <laughs> when, yeah, that'll play well. That's posting later. tomorrow with no context either. Just put that, <laughs> that, just that one sentence. You're going to get death threats on Twitter. I know. Cole, when, then the topic, the, the topic thing is Cole uh, less Nester, than Nestor. <laughs> nasty, Nestor. I like how we did it with uh, DeGrom, just jokingly, yeah. and people were so pissed off. Imagine doing that with Nestor fucking Cortez. I mean, the crazy thing is, like, if we get our starters back, too, he's going to be a great bullpen arm. And, like, another thing that we desperately need. And that's just another, like, like that's someone who we didn't expect to have who is coming into a big spot and is going to fill probably the biggest um, void in, in our roster right now, which is the bullpen. The biggest void. Void. Uh-huh. <laughs> that desperately needs some breaking news. I know I got. I have a sound queued up. I'm waiting for it. So if there's any breaking news and anybody sees it in the chat right now on the, on the YouTube, let us know. Um, what else did we want to talk about? 
So Mike Talkman got DFA. That fucking blows for him. Do you want to bring back the, the sock man? <laughs> I mean, I well, DFA doesn't mean he's a. You want to know he's, what's he's sad? Ta- Talkman would end up. He would probably be starting in center field on this team. Yeah, yeah, but then we never him. find out about the Greg Allen show. So I, I think it, the universe. Dude, Greg Allen. Everything has a happens place for a reason. Team. Greg Allen has a place on this team. If Greg Allen is not on this team, they're doing something wrong. He provided yeah. a spark for a long time. No, I and I think I said this before. I think if all goes well with Greg Allen, he continues to hit at the at the rate that he is and playing good defense and stealing bags. He's a switch hitter. I think the ceiling for him is being that 26th man. I just for lack of a better word, maybe he's 24, maybe he's 23 on the roster, but he'll be on the roster and the playoffs there's expanded rosters too. So he'll be in the roster and I think he's just going to be what we thought he would be when we signed him. A couple of years ago, or I, was it two years ago or last year when we got him? I was like, oh, that's going to be a good guy for the playoffs. He's going to he's going to be our pinch runner when we need him, especially in the extra innings. He could be a pinch runner on second base, and then he just kind of didn't make the team. But now he's actually here, and that's his role. I mean, I'm not like punching air at the fact that he isn't starting in center field. Like, I'd be a little pissed because it's fun to talk about the Greg Allen fan club. My shirt is coming in like tomorrow. I know yours is too, Chandler. Everybody who ordered one, it's also on their way. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we'll post it again or something. Come out from under the gutter and go buy yourself a Greg Allen fan club t-shirt. But I I genuinely think that that's that's what I'm not upset about his role being that. His role is going to be when you need a pinch runner, that's your guy. And especially since we're such a slow team, we're almost fucked if he is starting this, this situation actually already happened in a game that me and Damon were in is that the people that would be pinch runners were all in the game or already subbed out for because Greg Allen was starting in center field and we hit Gary. It was extra innings in the Phillies game. Extra innings, Gary was on second and we couldn't pinch run for Gary because one, we didn't have a backup catcher. I think that was before we found out who this other, whoever the fuck that other guy was. The backup catcher was Odor that game. The backup catcher, the emergency catcher was Odor that game. So we couldn't do it anyway, but I was saying, even if we didn't have, even if we did have a catcher and we wanted to pinch run, Greg Allen was in center field and Tyler Wade was already subbed out for somebody else. He got pinch hit for, but Chris, uh, Chris Gittens. So I think it's better off having, having Greg Allen off the bench. Yeah. And if we're looking at a, if we're looking at the playoffs, we we think that everyone's healthy and everyone's playing, and we have Greg Allen and Odor as our two one two guys off the bench. I I am so happy with that. That that's yeah. those are the two people we will want on a bench. I agree. That's I mean, think about the benches we've had going into a wild card or any sort of recent playoff thing. That's just night. I mean, it's night and day different. Night yep. and day different. So I have a little question for you guys. So of the t- of of the trade, let's play a little game of. Uh, we don't have any of our regular ske- regular segments scheduled for this episode because there's just kind of too much to talk about right now. But of the uh, let's play a little bit of uh, Would You Rather. So of the two people that we did get already, Gallo and uh, Rizzo, would you, who would you rather of the two if you had to choose one of the two? I know we have both because we're this is a champagne problem that I'm asking you about, but. If you had to pick Gallo. one of the two, that's basically who are you more excited about? Gallo. Gallo? I gotta say Gallo, too. I would say Gallo, yeah. too, but I'm, like, very excited about Rizzo. 
one thing I want to say about Rizzo, I almost feel bad trading for Rizzo. Have you seen like the Cubs reactions on Twitter? They came out with like a thank you video and people are He's beloved. He's dude, literally beloved in that, dude, in that I city. Feel, I feel bad. Like I love Rizzo. I've always loved Rizzo. I think he's an awesome guy. And he was literally like the heart of the city of Chicago. So I almost said the state of Chicago. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, he's, words, he was but. a... I mean, he's a massive part caught, of the organization. He caught the fucking World Series final out. Let's let's run that back. He, he was part of the <laughs> part of the team that broke history. Like, well, not even that, but he stuck with the team through the shit. Like, yeah. he was on the team when they were fucking terrible, and they were they came through all of that and the rebuilding years and everything like that. And he stuck through it all and won their first World Series in 108 years. Like, speaking of that ball that he caught, that's I saw something about that ball. It was saying like he caught the most important ball in Cubs history. Like that's very accurate. He actually yeah. he literally caught yeah. the most important ball in Cubs history. It's fucking wild. Yeah. That ball better be on his mantle or something. I think it's he put it in his back pocket if you saw it. I think it the, the ball might be um in the Hall of Fame. Obviously. It has to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm excited about him. And but it has dude, to be it Gallo. Just because Gallo brings gold. Like I said, all the reasons we talked about before, and you have him through next year, Gallo has to be the one you're more excited about, unless you're just one of the sticklers who's like, all right, he strikes out too much. I want to be a negative bitch about everything. Well, and also because of the thing that Gallo fills. Gallo, with the addition of Gallo, we see less of Guardi, who hopefully is staying in Tampa and retiring with the rest of the elderly people there, which it's a good place to retire, so we could just leave him in Tampa. We were out in Tampa. There was a lot of old people out there. Great. So I hear Naples is great this time of year. But, <laughs> but you can go retire out there. Uh, you're actually from Florida, so you could probably give him a few destination spots if you'll hit. You could probably hit his DMs. But it, it, having Gallo fills that void. Adding Rizzo, we could have just stuck with Void. So like that, in terms of what we needed, the Gallo move is more exciting there. I think I'm about to be very emotionally attached to Rizzo. Yeah. And uh, Red Sox yeah. just got Schwarber. Congrats! Yeah, no, I was just just wanted to break the news. Oh, yeah, should I play the? No, it's not. We no, don't. No, we no, we no, reserve no, the breaking no. news for our breaking news. Yes, I mean that's a big. That's a big. That is a big get. That's a big get. To that. that is a big get. So we but we could break still. that down a little bit right now. I did. I before we got Rizzo, and they were talking about potentially getting Schwarber on the Yankees. I thought about that. I was like, ah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. You know, he's kind of a bad defender, so that's the only uncool part. But having a lefty... This is before we had every lefty in the fucking world. Yeah. that's what we got now. So lefties aren't necessarily an issue anymore. But, um, I don't know. I mean, it's a good get for them. They're in first place, so that's going to make them a little bit better. Do they? Where are they going to plug him? Do they, I mean, J.D. Martinez is going to be the DH, so I guess... Is that, I mean, their they're biggest... Be an outfielder. Yeah, I mean, obviously. but also their biggest, like... Um, is Renfro out? Weakness was first base too, so that moves people around. Yeah, that was a panic buy by them because they really had their hearts on Rizzo, and you could see my my friend Matt literally texted us again. Yeah, so, I yeah, I guess I'm I'm really curious to see what happens with Voigt because I think that's the that's the next that's the next actually, biggest move that's going to happen. A, I have a gripe about Voigt. If you want to play the gripe alert, if you have it queued up, because this is a legitimate reason for this. Don't have the button queued up, but the New York City, the sounds will do. Okay. So I have a gripe about Voigt. If you're going to go get Rizzo, and I get it was kind of a time-sensitive thing, you have to swoop in and get him, whatever. 
you lose all leverage in trading Voight by getting Rizzo first because now teams know that you have no you have no place for Void on your team. I don't think that's true. I do. You lose all your leverage. Uh, I don't know. What was that? Sorry, I missed it. I said you love. I my gripe is that you lose your leverage with Voight by trading for Rizzo so soon. And I know it was a time sensitive thing, and in a you can't control that. But in a perfect world, I would have liked to have seen them push if they're gonna make a move for a first baseman. Trade Voight first, seen, and then do that. Yeah, get rid of Voight first, and you know, get the most for him. Yeah, no, because then on the 20, back yeah. on the back yeah, end too. On the back end too. No, not even t- hindsight is twenty twenty. Because if you tra- you're saying if you would have been better off if you traded Voight first to get the most value and then make the move for Rizzo. Well, I'm just saying you lose your leverage that way. Yeah, I'm just saying because if, if you do that though, reverse. then then it costs more to get Rizzo because now now you don't have a first baseman unless yeah. you make the deals simultaneously. Well, no, it's have, it's gonna happen. You have DJ LeMahieu at first base. That's yeah, true. that's true. Right? Right? How, and then games, you could go get Story. How, yeah. how many games has Voight really played at first base this season? Not a lot. He's played like twenty nine. Like I mean, his him playing it like doesn't have that much of an impact. If teams are still interested in him, obviously he's a coveted piece. I'm just saying it tarnishes his value a little bit if he's just a spare part rather than the starter. What do you think he's thinking right now? Because he hasn't been dealt yet. So, I mean, I would put, what would you put your percentage chance of him staying in pinstripes? 15. Really? I, no, I would say 15. I was going to say like 10, but gonna, 15. I was going to say 30. 30? I mean, he has no uh. clear role because you're not going to put, they, they're not going to put, um, Stanton out in left field every day, and if they do, you know what? More power to them. But there's teams yeah. interested in Voight, and Stanton is not going to be your everyday left fielder. So I think, yeah, I, I mean, think he has to go. There is no spot for him. That's true. Murph Murph uh, is working right now, but he just texted our chat. Said, "Imagine being a Nationals fan today. Not only if you're being a Nationals fan today, you're probably a Washington fan. Washington just lost Russell Westbrook as well." So yeah, tough day for DC. It's kind of funny to see. Like I saw a tweet that said, uh, "Russell Westbrook, Max Scherzer, and Trey Turner are probably all catching the same the same <laughs> flight out of <laughs> the same flight out of Washington right now." <laughs> but I don't know. I, that would fucking suck. I would hate to be a Cubs fan today too, because Chris Bryant is most likely going to be dealt soon. Dude, ah. the deadline is just so exciting. And dude, I was saying this before too. Imagine. We have been nothing but excited on this episode. This is probably the happiest episode we've had all season. More happy than the opening day when we still had like aspirations for a good season ahead. And I, we've been Gallo. only negative this entire this entire season on the podcast. This is the happiest I've been. And this podcast would be going entirely different today if we there lost no four, if we just lost fourteen nothing and we didn't make the deals yet. Honestly, or made I, no deals at all. If we won Real fourteen quick. nothing or lost fourteen nothing, I couldn't care less at this point. No, no, the trade deadline is the only thing I've been focused on. But here's a question for you guys: Is Gallo the biggest move since we signed Cole? Have you been that excited about a Yankees no, move? That's the biggest move. That's since the biggest Cole. move. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where does that sit in terms of trades? Like. You know, Yankee (laughs) trades, like, you know, in terms of like the hype of getting a person at the deadline or just a trade in general, like the trades, I I feel like if I'm not forgetting anybody, the trades we've gotten recently are just, you know, I mean, the CC trade is a pretty fucking big one. That's the biggest one I could think of. Oh, the signing. Never mind. Yeah. um, Here's the thing. I think that that I think this is all like circumstantial. I think that Sonny Gray. 
I think that like of, like other signings like CC or like I remember I was you know obviously the Stanton news was huge when that happened. Obviously it was huge when Cole had when Cole happened, but circumstantially like this is a trade where you know it's fast moving. You know we know it's going to happen soon. You know we were, we were waiting for weeks for Cole to get signed. You know this is such like a intense time. We're all waiting for it to happen. It's a big name. It's a big situation. We obviously need need him. And we were all expecting something. We didn't know if they were going to buy or sell. So that was like the first trade that really showed us that they were going to buy and continue the season. So I think it, in recent years, it's been probably the most exciting. I think maybe even, I'm not going to say more exciting than Cole, but like it's right up there just because of the circumstance. James in the chat just said I was more excited for Frazier, Canely, Robertson, to be honest. Could, uh, could have just been because of a more exciting season, though. Oh, yeah, that's that, top, that is an exciting, exciting package. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's awesome. even close to the Gallo, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he he's right, though. It, it may be just be because it was but a more exciting the, season. It's all circumstantial. That was a thumbs-down team, right? That was yeah. a thumbs-down yeah. team? Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun team, though. This like, team, you know, if we, if I give me out... hate on this one because this team has been, unobjectively, this team has been incredibly boring to watch up to this point. And people joke on Twitter, like, the last 24 hours, not even on the baseball field, has been the most exciting moments of the season so far and that's it's honestly true, it's true. that's true it's 100 I mean, true yesterday, so yesterday it, when the game I, was going on sense. yesterday when the game was going on when we just got gallo i was still posting the highlights and shit but i was like there's a game going on like i wasn't watching them i was watching them when i saw the highlights not not on the game so i don't know Dude, man. i was out at the store and i was just saying they're refreshing twitter and then i saw a notification like dj lemay who hits a sack flies like oh shit <laughs> We're tired. One thing I will say that I am very upset about is, and honestly, right after I made that buy or sell video, I the main one I wanted, and I've and you know everybody knows this who's listening was Starlin Marte, who just hit a single, by the way, for the Oakland Athletics. I'm upset about that one. I I think Gallo is a more, I he's Gallo's more of a superstar, and I'm buying more into him. But dude, Starlin Marte is one of the most underrated players in baseball. And he's a damn good get for for the Oakland Athletics, and they overpaid for him though. Yeah, Lazardo. Yeah, yeah. If I'm the athletic, if I'm the Athletics, and making that deal. But he's a rental. He's thirty two. Lazardo. Lazardo is was not the price. If that was the price, I'm perfectly happy. I'm ecstatic with how what we got Gallo for. If that was the price for Marte. Yeah, I think all, all things considered, like, fuck's he doing over there? Some cats going on. Um, well, all things considered, what we got, what we gave up, amazing. You know, no, like, we mean, mentioned in the, in the beginning of the podcast, we didn't give up any of our top ten players, uh, prospects. We didn't trade any big names yet on our current roster. Like Brandon Lockridge is still a Yankee. Brandon Lockridge is still a Yankee. It's all things considered, amazing in terms of what we, what we gave up. And we are actually making moves. So if you're a Yankee fan, you cannot hate any of these things because we're trying. And we didn't give away anything, anyone that that was had a direct path to help us in the future. You and know? we're trading from areas of depth. Like yeah. you're trading pitchers and you're trading outfielders and stuff like that. We have a shitload of outfielders. We have a log jam of outfielders, pitchers. We've got Clark. We've got Debbie. We've got Medina. We've got Gill. We've got Viscano or had Viscano. All these other, I know I'm just saying before the trade deadline, these are areas of strength that we're trading from. It's not like we're trading a weak position. Shortstop's another one that I really think 
I think if you want to go pull off one more big deal that one of the shortstop prospects is going to have to go. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Cause you got Volpe and Peraza and I, they just got one, Trey Sweeney. They got Trey Sweeney. There's another one in the top 10. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but you get what I'm saying. You've got all these areas. There's two or three positions that we are loaded in. And those just happen to be the most coveted pieces that we're going to get too. So I think it makes a lot of sense to go get one more. And if you have to part with a Peraza, cause they're not going to go with Volpe, then go do it. If if that's the cost to go get Barrios and a reliever and put you over the top, you go do it. You go fucking do it. Yeah. And in the chat, AP just said the three headed monster of Luis's is going to be amazing in a couple of years. <laughs> that would be really cool. I, I honestly don't know. I hope it doesn't get to that point because I, I really want one of them to go right now because of what it would mean right now. Like I said, if you missed it for the first half of this show, if you're in this deep and you made these two big fucking splashes already and you're saying you're not done, you really should not be done because keep up with the the Joneses. All these other teams are making fucking moves. You're you're behind. You had to make these moves to even be relevant right now. Now you need to fucking put your foot on the gas. I always say, like, what? Like why does it fucking matter about the luxury tax? It doesn't matter. If you want to stay under it, though, there are ways to stay under it. These two players we got right now for this year, we're not even paying a dime on them. So there are ways around this. I, I want more big moves because like I think the way, just to put it, is these two moves made us relevant right now. The next move or the next moves will make us serious, serious contenders. Like That is where I'll buy in and be like, okay, this team actually can make a World Series. I need to see the moves, and then I need to see... These six games right here against teams that you have to beat and the Marlins and the Orioles, if you come out and you go five and one and six and or six no against this team while the Rays and Red Sox are beating up on each other and we go get these moves and we're a restock team, then I'm feeling really confident because then we're going into the Mariners with the wild card probably on the line. And, you know, I mean, obviously not for the season, but you know what I mean? This is the battle for the wild card spot. And you're feeling a whole hell of a lot better than yourself when Gallo's coming in on a hot streak and Rizzo's hitting well. You got Barrios on the mound, all these different things. That's a completely different team. That's what we've been saying for a long time. This team needs change. They're going out and they're changing things. One of these moves alone wouldn't have done shit. But if you go out and you do all these, I'm, I, I agree with you. I, I fully would buy into it at that point. Yeah. So I, we haven't, before we get to the voicemails, we got a couple of voicemails to end off this episode, but we didn't, we did it. We kind of addressed it, but we haven't fully decided on the, the sun situation. So we've had, we have a, we have a few graduates from the sun. Wilson is no longer on the sun because he's no longer on the team. Uh, who else? So Brett Gardner, uh, I'm willing to put on the sun. Yeah. I think that's I obvious. Think I, I don't even know why he's not on the sun yet or why I, he hasn't I think been. It was, it was out of respect. Yeah, but I'm uh, over it now. All in favor After of putting Brett Gardner on the sun? Aye. Okay, Aye. he's on the sun. Uh, <laughs> Alberta Brayu, just Aye. giving a billion. I just don't want to. I just don't. <laughs> no. wanna, I just don't. He's wanna, put into a tough situation. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't really want to see him fight. pitch again. I know a little bit more of it's on three, Cole too. He gave up three home runs without recording it out. Bye. So. Uh, no, he's not. He's. Damon said no, so he's no. All, he's not on the sun. It's got to be unanimous. So. He, need, he needs to have a little more a little more uh, shitty things happen to him. Well, he has though. Sun. That's the thing. That's what pisses me you off. You can't change Abreu. Damon's mind. He already said. I'm no. not changing his mind. I'm just talking about Abreu in general. It pisses me off that he's not better. 
True. He's got good stuff. Is Tyler Wade on the sun? Because he yeah. should be. Tyler Wade's on the sun. Okay. He was on the sun last episode. Okay, yeah. Good. And he might get picked. Cody in the chat says "I" to Abreu being on the sun. So that's four out of that's four. That's three out of four. So. Still not not unanimous though. You gotta you gotta convince Dan. But I mean, this is subject to change for next episode. So that's he's definitely on Sun Watch. Sun Watch. So yes. currently on the Sun is who? It is. This is Wade really hard to Gardner. keep track of. If somebody listening to the show after each episode's out wants to give us an updated list because we can't for the life of us. Tyler Wade Gardner. Because people are graduating from the Sun when they Wandy get off Peralta. the team or get cut. Wandy. So Wandy is still on the team. I don't know why. He's in Somerset now. Looks like that trade became useless. Talkman for uh, Wandy. Both, yeah, just both of them got DFA'd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Wandy. We just Wade. put Brett Gardner, Wade. Wade Gardner. Jay Bruce is the mayor Nick of the Nelson. Sun. Nick Nelson is on the Sun. Everyone we've put to the Sun has either retired, or traded, or have been DFA'd. That's just credit okay. to us. We're, we're, exactly. we're pointing out the people that are sucking fucking huge dick because <laughs> they're literally getting DFA'd shortly after we put them on the sun. So The Yankees should put us on fucking payroll for this, honestly. Just, yeah, you know, credit and to, credit to that, us. for The people that came off them. the sun got traded and moves to make Gallo. So. Yeah. Or to All get right. Gallo. First voicemail comes to us from, I don't know the name. It's your boy, Matt Columbia from Estero, Florida. Long-time listener, first-time caller. The question for you guys. Would Tyler Wade be easier to hate and DFA'd faster if he wasn't so handsome? <laughs> Keep up the good work. You guys are the only thing keeping me interested in this miserable season. Peace. Well, the Gallo thing, I hope, is making you a little bit more interested in the season. But I appreciate the call. As always, my cat is freaking the fuck out over there, if you hear that in the background. And if you want to call into the show, 914-469-2168 is the number. Don't call now because it'll be on the show. You're probably going to call now. But uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to mute it. But, um, uh, yeah, man, I, I do think he'd be easier to DFA if he wasn't so damn beautiful. No, I just, see, I disagree. I think he kind of looks, like looks like a tool. No, nah, man, he's, that might, he's I might else. be I might be blinded by my hatred, honestly. I think if he wasn't, yeah, if he had, if he had one less quality, he'd be DFA'd. If he wasn't handsome, if he wasn't fast, and if he could only play one position, if he wasn't a lefty, if he, one of those things went away, he'd be gone. All right, uh, next call. Oh, what's up, one six one boys? Um, Jasheen Benjamin, aka the Greg Allen dude. Shout I, out. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I just literally, I was at work all day. I look at my phone and Shout I out Anthony Rizzo got traded to the Yankees. Last night I was at fucking work and Gallo got traded to the Yankees. Like I, I don't know what's going on. But Stay at work. I've been answered. Brian Cashman is doing his thing right now. We need to get Clint Frazier, Gardner, uh, Tyler Wade, Andujar, all them motherfuckers. We need to trade them <laughs> or release them, do something, get some pitching going, bro, because we need somebody to bat cold up. But other than that, this is like I this I, I don't even know what to say, bro. This is this is fucking amazing. Hopefully we can. I, I don't want to trade Boyd, but I think we should to get some pitching going on. And like I, I don't know, put Stan at DH maybe, and then put Allen center field, and you got Gallo and left Judge and right. But if we don't trade for Boyd, then obviously we'll keep Stan and right, but or Stan and left. But like I don't know, man. Trade deadline's heating the fuck up. Scherzer's going to the Dodgers. Oh, that's fucking disgusting, bro. That is nasty, bro. But I can't wait to see how the season plays out. And, and that's all I got to say, bro. 
You and that us was, both, brother. I that mean, was that, all facts. That was, all, that was all facts. And shout out to Greg Allen guy for the call. We actually, we were the ones who posted that picture because Damon took the picture because we saw him in the bleachers. So shout out to him for that. Um, just sparking this Greg Allen movement. What? One oh, before, thing. but hold on a second. I, was, I just, he, he kind of hit the nail on the head with all of the moving parts. There are a lot of them. With Clint, I, I really don't. He said, that's what I'm saying. He said trading Clint. About- and Wade Clinton, like figuring out if he's still a human right now. I don't, no, like, I was talking to my friend so earlier. Why don't we just Why don't we just release Clint? Let let, let the poor bastard go, man. Just leave, give him There's his no freedom. Point in that no. he, he still has freedom. he still has some trade value. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he has some some. No, yeah, for a fucking even a member of the Sun has trade value. Wilson just got sent, so even even a member of the Sun has some trade value. Dude, Clint Frazier, like. He's getting brain tests and can't play. Like, at least Wilson can play. It, not well, but he can. Well, he's getting a negative war, so I think he's actually worse off. He's costing the team wins by playing, so Clint's doing better being in a medical facility right now. Just staring at a wall. I don't know what I he's just, doing. I, I will stand by it. Now, one, I don't want to see Clint come back with the team we have now, but I do think the Yankees kind of fucked his career. I yeah. mean, he also did. That's for that's for another conversation. That, we've talked about that plenty. I, I, Clint, is, no, I know. I was just Clint shunned. About you shunned him. I don't even know why you're talking about him. I'm not talking about anything. Damon shunned him. He can't be talking about him. I shunned Gary Sanchez until he hit over his body weight. He did that, so he got unshunned. I think he's back under again now. Well, no, but he he surpassed it, so he can't be re-shunned. He got unshunned, and now the city's loud today. Ah, the city. Ah, yeah, they the know city. Gallows. No gallows here. Yeah, are they gonna make the Empire State building the color of uh the the Texas colors? Well Texas and the Cubs just happen to be the same color, so they should do that. Red, white, and blue also. So it's probably it could be red, white, and blue anyway, and we can just <laughs> infer that it's because of Texas and and uh Chicago. I'm dude, I'm fucking pumped. Pumped, pumped right I hope now. We win tomorrow. Season cool. starts tomorrow. That'd be a big letdown if they do lose. <laughs> Who's pitching tomorrow in Miami? Yo, Mingo, I think. Uh, Just Starlin Marte list Miami Marlins. Yeah, JMO's Here, going game I, one, Domingo game two. Here's the thing right now. We need to win the next six games. We need to go 6-0 and against the Marlins and the Orioles. These are toss-up games. We just made huge trades. If we don't sweep... Toss-up games? They're toss-up games. Toss-up games is a coin flip, meaning it's an evenly matched game. No, I mean, like, it's like a... I guess, yeah, it's a bad phrasing. I meant to say, like, lay, layup, I guess. Yes, toss-up is alley, alley poor. Throwing something in the air and slam dunk. Slam dunk games. Read these a fucking are, book. These should be uh, slam dunk games. We should go 6-0. and We should sweep both these fucking teams. We should go into Seattle with momentum, fucking sweep them too, and then become uh, in the playoff picture again. Anybody want an irrational reason to stay up and be excited? I'm, I'm not going to bed tonight, but yeah. A national source has just said not to go to sleep just yet tonight. Make that what you may. Well, was that referring to the Schwarber? Was that before that? No, this happened after Schwarber. Who else is still available on the Nationals? Juan Soto. He's not going to get fucking traded. That's you ridiculous. don't know. That's what you I'm do saying. know that he's not getting traded. Who's available? Dude, they've still? traded everybody. I mean, they just traded fucking everybody. Exactly. See, the, the fact that person- they said that means it's a big person. Like you don't tell people not to go to sleep if it's like. Starlin Castro, like nobody gives a fuck about you. Maybe he'll Who, come back who's to the Daniel Yankees. Hudson from the Nationals. He's a, he's a reliever. He's, he might go to the Padres. He's good. He was on the Astros, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of years ago. 
or was he just on the World Series Nationals team in 2019? I don't know. I'm getting my wires crossed. I don't know. Let Damon break out the ERA calculator to find out. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. For the record, I looked it up on the MLB. Thank you, Cody, not the Astros. Time myself just for uh, just for fun. And I got to that exact number that you found in less than 20 seconds. Can you just let me have it, please? No, I can, no. Can, you can, did a great job. You not you, were... to, you know you could have said Chandler. You could have said, "Hey, great job." I'm sure it's like a lot of effort, and I'm really proud of you. For You've been fucking stat. up all day. You're getting roasted in the chat. Cody goes LOL coin flip to slam dunk. They're opposites. Like, <laughs> it's they're been totally a long. Opposites. It's been a long day. All right. I mean, like the way the season's going though for the Yankees, it's a pretty much a coin flip. I'm I'm curious. Check out the Action Network betting uh, weekly weekly betting podcast we do. We'll probably talk about if if the lines will be juiced, if they'll be even money with teams we like the about, Orioles. They, might, they just might night, be. Or two minutes ago, we said we were talking about how like how big, how much the lines change when a big trade goes down, and I, I, Do I, I saw, yeah, I saw it today. Um, they like futures or game lines? Uh, f- future. Futures. I'll, I'll pull it up right now. Hold on. Fucking up again. Give me two seconds. That's um, what. Um, I think the game uh, Colin, lines will change too. Well, Colin was telling us yesterday that you'll see the futures dip or they'll they'll fluctuate a lot and then kind of adjust themselves. So if you feel like any of these trades have insane value, one actions updating a yeah, list of their future values for their teams and two hop on them quick because the market will balance itself out. So. You want to know what's crazy? Here we go. Ready? I do. The Padres World Series futures went from plus 975 to plus 600 when Max Scherzer news broke. Jesus. Which is a 300 300, uh, difference. And he even go to the fucking Padres. And and Nemo in the chat, we lost, he says we lost 14 nothing to the Rays. Let's talk about the game. No. That that game didn't happen. I I blocked it out. That game's useless. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Garrett Cole got fucking shit on. The relievers got shit on. The bats did nothing. Season starts tomorrow. Like, there's no nothing else to say. The offense didn't do anything. There's nothing to talk about. So um, don't do that ever again in the microphone. What? Sorry. Poor um, <laughs> <Dude>, David. <laughs> That's just not like a a good thing to do on a podcast. Take, take this as you will. Raise your fucking head if you want to. Talk. Take this as you will, but. On the Yankees website right now, Joey Gallo's number thirteen and Rizzo's forty four. Really? I don't know if that means that they have confirmed I mean, that, totally, that or that if totally they're just throwing it up there. It. I don't just, think uh, it did. I feel like we would have seen something. It's not like A Rod's number is untouchable. I mean, if it was, they would have retired it. They retired Jeter's already. Well, they, 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 they also already. would have given somebody thirteen by now. It's weird, like. It's been five or six years. Do like, you think the steroids is making him not get his number retired just like it is for the induction to the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You think? For the number retired? Yeah. If, the, if he's yeah. not getting his number retired, that's the only reason. A-Rod was fucking awesome. Like, he was a, one of the best players of all time. So, if he's not getting his number retired, it's because of the steroids. Carlos oh, yeah, in the chat said 44 is retired. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't. Yeah, think I was about gonna, it. They're I just, just giving them their numbers from the old. Yeah, yeah, it's Jackson. That's Reggie. Yeah, yeah, it's Jackson. We're just, we're just saying things that we see on Twitter right now with no context. So yeah, we're, just, we're just, dude. I love this time of the year. I we're just spitting articles. nonsense. I'm literally believing articles from people named like Mike Hunt. Right now. <laughs> like, 
Do you want to make burners and just make up shit? Because <laughs> nobody will find I, out. I thought about just putting out random tweets saying, breaking Yankees close to acquiring Juan Soto. And then I was like, yeah, I better not do that. But, you would yeah. fuck with so many people this time of year. I'm just looking up the Nationals roster right now. Is, is Daniel Hudson the one they're talking about? That's, yeah. the, that's yeah. the name? He played for the Dodgers, the White Sox, the Diamondbacks. He's older than I thought. And they're saying, they're saying to the Padres? Yeah. I feel like everybody's been said they're going to the Padres, and then they don't. So I think he's going to be a Yankee. <laughs> or he's going to the Dodgers. I would like Daniel Hudson. He's not going to cost that much either. I could be okay with that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to, considering they're finalizing the deal. I said that about Scherzer. Dude, I really wish we got Trey Turner. I really wish we got Scherzer. I wish we could do that Dodgers deal. Dude, imagine how Soto's feeling being the only one left on, on Washington. Actually, he's going to be friends with your boy JoJo. He's going to be homies with JoJo. JoJo, I'm, Gray. Now, I'm going to be homies with Juan Soto. Wait, are we going to get Juan Soto on the pod, potentially? Yes. Could see. It happens. Tell JoJo okay. to work his fucking magic. I mean, yeah, he that's the probably person, just hey, found he, out he got traded. Well, give yeah. him a week or so to get settled. And then, I mean, no. clearly you see that they don't even get settled. They just get shipped off. Starla Marte got sent... He got traded for yesterday. He's, He's starting center week. field right now. Just yeah. call him right now. Just be like, hey, man, I know you probably saw the news on Twitter. <laughs> Do you mind getting us in with Juan Soto like the day you get there? We were saying that too. Like I was, I was telling Damon, yo, you should text JoJo. Like ask him if he was traded yet. He's like, dude, that's that's the man's job. <laughs> He finds out on Twitter just like you guys do. Like you saw Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt. We forgot to mention that too. Clark Schmidt was talking about how he's like, oh, he posted that meme. He's like, oh, um, uh, we're still. I'm not fucking leaving for now. He, he may on. be in a deal tonight. Who knows? Yeah. Look out for Clark Schmidt pitching in Minnesota when Buxton and Barrios. <laughs> Dude, if we get straight up Buxton, straight up Buxton for Clark Schmidt. If we get Buxton and Barrios. That is a because the Dodgers just said hold my beer to us. That is a hold my beer right back at the Dodgers. That's it's Cashman like, just going like this. It's like yeah. hold my malt liquor to them. Like eh. hold it's this like, bottle of vodka. Hold my paycheck. Hold my uh, was a fucking checkbook. I, I mean, Scherzer, <laughs> Trey Turner are just <laughs> like head and shoulders above Barrios and Buxton, but it would still be fucking sweet, and I would be happy. So. See what happens. So Gallo starting tomorrow? Is that what they said? Yeah, he's starting tomorrow. If he's not starting tomorrow, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, if Marte can make it to fucking Oakland, then Gallo yeah, can make Marte it to fucking Yeah, Marte steals bases. He's Miami. fast. He got over there fast. <laughs> but Dude, he's had two days. He can get on a plane and get to Florida. It only takes two hours and 33 minutes from I mean, Dallas Rizzo's, to Rizzo's still Tampa. taking pictures, so Rizzo he'll be he'll be now. here for the Orioles series by this point. <laughs> How many games do we have in Miami? Three. Three. He can make it for game two. Why not? He's still taking pictures at fucking Rick. He left. There's a video of him leaving. Okay. Maybe he's on his way. We'll I'll see. go pick him up. <laughs> road yeah. trip. He looks like the Dude. the best guy to be in a road trip with. Like I, <laughs> He probably has got a good taste in music. He seems like a country guy. I'm not the biggest country guy. But I, if it's with Anthony Rizzo, I'll, I'll, nah, he's like, I'll he's sample like, no, he's, some country music. He's like music. a full-blown Italian. Like, no, yeah, but like a, you can't be Italian like a, in a country. A light, fan. like nineties rock, like like light older rock guy. Like yeah. I can see him like listening to like Zeppelin. Journey or something. Uh, I wasn't even Journey. I could see. I I could. I just see him as being a country guy. I've seen him in a flannel shirt before. So 
There you have it. <laughs> just, throw a, just throw a straw hat on him, and you got yourself a fucking the biggest Luke Bryan fan on the planet. I will say our infield, the right side of our infield, would be fucking awesome to hang out with. Odor, DJ, well, oh, <laughs> D, DJ's still cool, but Odor, Luke Voigt, Anthony Rizzo, and low key, in on a more serious note, low key. Getting Rizzo as you know the the gold standard for uh, defensive first baseman, getting him kind of cleans up a little bit of the defense as a whole. That turns an infield that was a bad infield to a bad defensive infield to actually now when you look at it, you got Geo's a very fucking good defender. You got Rizzo. The two corner infielders are damn good defenders. DJ is great when he's playing second base, especially. So that's another good defender right there. And the only odd man out is kind of is Glaber, who's for whatever reason, his defensive war is very high. So apparently he's doing something right, although it doesn't really look like it sometimes. But I don't know, man. I think that these two trades, the prioritizing defense, like I said, if we get Buxton, that is just a dream come true because then you add the steals in there and defense. That's my kind of move. Imagine Buxton scoring from first on a Joey Gallo double. Sweet dreams, everyone. Let's end it there. He's going to jail. Hope you're planning to stay for a million days. You'll be my summer in December. Hey, boy, trust my intuitions always. I'm not superstitious. I got lucky. Stole your heart and it was not for the taking. I'm back.